0: Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast covering the daily events of all the European royal families. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Friday, February 19th of 2021 through today, February 22nd of 2021. Um, So I'm just going to address this at the very top on Friday. um, Obviously a lot of like if you listen to the pod, this podcast, you probably know that some announcements were made on Friday, um, and I wasn't really sure how I was going to talk about it. So I've always said I will talk about the Duke and Duchess of Sussex if the, there's an official anything from the royal family. And on Friday, there was. um, Basically, the couple announced their intention not to return to royal duties, um, and therefore are no longer working royals. Like, permanently with this came um, a lot of patronages reverting back to the the crown, um, and none of this was unexpected. And the reason I don't wanna talk about it, didn't wanna talk about it, still really don't, and why I'm talking about it at the intro, is to get it over with, um, is because it's a hot button issue. And I know it's a hot button issue. People have feelings, I have feelings. I try incredibly hard. This is one thing where I do try desperately to remain neutral um, because of how hot topic it can be. Um, So I desperately try to remain neutral. Because truthfully, like here's the honest truth, the minute they announced a year ago that they didn't want to be working royals, my interest in them went from medium to high interest to absolutely nothing. Like I just don't care. Um, and so because of that, it can be seen, viewed as a negative opinion of them. It's not. It's just truly a complete lack of caring. Like I don't care. I don't have any investment in what in their life one way or the other. Like I follow working royals. They're not working royals. I mean they're working but they're not working royals. Like they're now just people. Like they don't They kind of fall into like an influencer category i really don't even know um so anyway the announcement was made buckingham palace released a statement the sussex group the sussexes released a statement it's over it's done that's how i want it to stay um so i want to address that here that's why i didn't record on friday that and i also fell in the snow And was in a substantial amount of pain so i really didn't record on friday because of like two reasons Um, but the big one was i really didn't know what to say about this thing so i'm saying it now that's why i didn't record there's my thing on it um that's really it you guys like i don't have i don't have a lot else to say so that's what i'm saying um and on that note Um, Let's see. Oh, I want to quickly address a couple of things. So we have a couple more countries this week on school break. Um, So both Norway and the Netherlands have nothing on their calendars scheduled for this week um, because the kids of that country are on school break, which also basically puts like the government and institutions on holiday as well. Um, So we won't see much from the Dutch or Norwegian royal families this week. And yeah, okay, so with that, we are going to get started with the Swedish royal family to cover the past few days. So in Sweden, there really isn't that much to talk about, um, but I wanted to give them some time, even though, like I said, there hasn't been much happening, um, but I thought maybe for today, um, we can kind of just go over like a little bit of, um, looking ahead kind of thing. So I'm going to pull up my outline here, maybe. (laughs) There we go okay um so really the only thing on the schedule today is that prince daniel took part in a digital meeting with generation pep uh which is an organization the found that uh the crown princess couple foundation supports um however like i said i want to kind of like look ahead um because i know there's just kind of like i don't know lots of things happening um but not really all at the same time. So it does look like this week um, there are a decent amount of engagements, um, a couple of institutional things. um, Yeah, just, I mean, it's a full-ish calendar. Like there's something pretty much every day this week so we'll have things going on there plus it is there's a birthday tomorrow so we'll have lots to talk about then um because i'm sure we'll get new pictures and stuff so um yeah not really a whole lot to say in sweden i know but i wanted to just you know kind of i want to cover each country that had anything um today although I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to figure out this slow 2021 pace we're going at. Like, clearly we're no longer in the beginning of the year. I mean, we are, but, like, we're no longer on holiday, like, New Year holiday. Like, now we're in kind of half-term breaks. Um, And so it's... (sighs) Covering Royals and COVID is this constant... re-figuring out how to do this. Um, because some countries are really, really busy, but then there's Denmark who like hasn't had an event in two weeks. Um, so it's like, how do we, how do I cover things fairly? Like, what do I do? And a lot of this is kind of happening on the website and Instagram world. So like I'm doing right now on the weekends, like, um, kind of showing you all the tiaras that the royal women wear in each family. Um, I'll do like some other photo specials like that, but like that doesn't really translate to the podcast. Um, so I don't know. Like, it's just kind of this constant reframing every couple of weeks of like, okay, Uh, You know, half-term breaks are, I get, half-term breaks happen every year. Um, It's just last year I probably didn't realize what was happening, whereas, of course, this year I do um, because I've (laughs) learned a lot in a year. And also, you know, there were enough events from the families to make up for things. Now, I will say, like, the British royal family being out of quarantine is really helpful. Um, But, like, there's still a lot (laughs) happening that is just behind the scenes and, like, not being super shared. So it's just this constant, like, what do I talk about? What don't I talk about? Okay, nothing has happened in Denmark for a couple of weeks. What do I say? You know, kind of thing. Um, So that's where I'm at headspace-wise right now, is I'm trying to, like, constantly keep up the daily episodes, but also, like, right now, there's just sometimes not enough to do a daily episode. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's something that requires a good bit of thought that I haven't really worked out yet in my head as to, like, what the best solution is. So, for today, we're going to cover each royal family. If they just had one event over the past four days, or we're gonna, you know, and see what that does. And if that doesn't work, okay, we'll all readjust and do something different tomorrow. That's kind of where I'm at. So that's what was going on in Sweden today. That's like a little bit about my headspace, which is way more than you needed to know, but there it is. Um, and so with that, we are going to move on now to Spain. is one country that as controversial as them doing this is, um, I love that they haven't gone into another lockdown. Um, they're constantly leaving. Yeah. I think their schedule is lighter this year than it was during like peak COVID of last year. Um, but they're holding steady. Like it just seems like a decrease. And I, have kind of numbers to back that. Um, so for those who don't know, I do like an engagement count every month, but also like an annual one. So I have a year's worth of data to kind of compare it to. And it's getting to the point that we're like going to do February numbers. Um, and I don't know. So like Spain is definitely slower this year, but like still, Going, Which I greatly appreciate that they haven't... I fully expected them to re-implement a lockdown, and they never did. Which was controversial. But for me, it was great. Um, You know, I don't live in Spain yet. I don't need to uh, get myself too involved in Spain politics. I've got enough of that happening here in the States. Um, But yeah, I just thank goodness that this quarantine, like they didn't go back into a quarantine and the royal family has still been able to work almost every day, every single week. Like, it's just, it's helpful. Um, okay. So on Friday, uh, King Felipe, uh, was present at the closing session of the fifth business summit for the competitiveness of Aragon. So Aragon is, um, it was its own kind of former kingdom in what is now modern day Spain. Um, but it's also, it's, it's it's an autonomous community. So the way I compare autonomous communities, if you're a new listener, um, from the States, this really only applies if you're in the States, but like Spain is the country, much like the United States is the country. And then each, autonomous community is kind of like a state and it all belongs to the country of Spain. So there are 17 autonomous communities in Spain that have like different regions, um, but they have a, a, a um, like a, a government in and of their own community. Um, and so Aragon is one of those. It's in the northwest sector of Spain, um, near Catalonia and, uh, the Basque country kind of in that area. Um, but just a little further South. And, um, so this summit was all about, um, specific (laughs) Aragonese businesses, um, that work kind of in conjection to make Aragon a competitive business market. Um, And so they had a summit. Felipe closed the summit with a speech um, and then was kind of present just during the closing um, session. And then nothing over the weekend. So today on Monday, King Felipe continued his schedule with several audiences. Um, so today he had three audiences, the first with Miguel Herrero, um, who is a constitutional speaker, permanent counselor of state, and the president of the first section of the Council of State. Basically, he is a civil servant who is, from what I can tell, probably an expert in the Constitution of Spain. Um, which is important to have. So, um, we'll talk a lot about this tomorrow. Um, it's one of like, I'm already kind of starting the research on this for tomorrow when we talk about Spain. Um, but Spain is a relatively new democracy. Um, and by relatively new, I mean less than 50 years old. I think it's, this year is maybe 44 years. Um, And so, tomorrow, there's, like, a big event, kind of, that we'll talk about, um, the 40th anniversary of and what that looks like. Um, I'm very, like, I am, this is weird, but I'm, like, excited to talk about it. Um, I'm also a little nervous to talk about it because, spoiler alert, it's a coup, um, or an attempted coup, and I'm feeling a little, you know, um... What is the word triggered? Um, I don't want to say like, I don't think I have PTSD from the US's attempted and in th- the insurrection and attempted coup uh, that happened, you know, a month and a half ago, but cause I suffer from PTSD from another thing. So it's not quite that, but like, it's definitely something that's going to bring up some emotion for me, but I'm hoping to work all of that out in my research. So. Anyway, so that was the first, uh, audience that King Felipe held. Then he met with the, the president of the constitutional court, um, where he was given a book of kind of like legal norms and practices that I think is kind of just normal in Spain. Um, I don't know. The book was pretty, but I don't quite understand. and then he also met with the Cardinal Archbishop of Barcelona, who is the president of the Spanish Episcopal Conference. So I want to go on potentially a deep dive on this. I want to do a little bit more. Um, I want to see what they talked about before I confirm anything. So I'm just taking another quick peek here at, I read this, but like it didn't really stick. Um, So it looks like they met, okay, so the thing that I am kind of glad they didn't talk about um, is because the uh, Cardinal Archbishop was elected president of the Spanish Episcopal Conference um, and his appointment took place on March 3rd of apparently 2020. Okay. This may have been something that was just like delayed due to COVID. Interesting. Okay. Sorry. That was confusing. I'm glad that we figured that out together. Okay. So that's what was going on in Spain. Um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to Norway. I mentioned it'll be a very quiet week in Norway this week, but because we missed some things on Friday, I missed. You guess. I guess you missed it too because I didn't have a podcast. Um, we had. We talked about this already because I misread the date. Um, but Crown Prince Regent Akun held a farewell audience with the ambassador from Chile. Um, and then he also presided over the weekly council of state meeting on Friday. That happens every Friday. It's pretty normal. Um, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, yesterday, King Harald celebrated his 84th birthday. Uh, the Royal house marked this, I think with just a a new photo, um, wishing the King a happy birthday. Um, I'm not really sure if it was a new photo though. But anyway, um happy birthday to King Harold. Like I said, he turned 84 and um yeah, just a very happy birthday to him. And then like I mentioned, there's nothing on the calendar for them this week. Um as presumably uh Crown Prince Akun's children are on school break. Is the from what I can tell, the little research I have done because Feels really stalkery to research when schools are on half-term in these royal families, but I've done it for all of them now. Feels a little less weird today than it did last week, Um, but according to my research, the Oslo, uh, which is like a county as well as a big city, um, schools are on break this week. So, um, and I only go by the county, I try not to go by the specific school, okay? Just heads up, like, I can, you can very easily research where these children go to school, but it feels too stalkery for me to, like, go to their specific school calendars because that just feels weird. I don't like that feeling. So, um, I just go by, like, a general, like, Google search of, like, Norway school holidays, and usually that gives me roughly when things are. So, that's what's going on in Norway. It's going to be a really quiet week. Like I said, there's nothing on the calendar um, until Saturday. <laughs> so, not a lot to talk about until next week, I'm sure. Maybe something will pop up, but probably not. Um, and so, if something does, we'll absolutely talk about it. But for the most part, expect Norway to be out of the conversation this week. Um So that's what was going on in Norway, um, and now we are going to go ahead and move on to our other quiet country of the week, the Netherlands. the Netherlands on Friday, um, King Willem Alexander held a digital working visit to the European Medicines Agency. Uh, So for those of you who are located in the States, the EMA, or European Medical Medicine um, Agency, is very similar to like the Food and Drug Administration in the US or the FDA, um, in that they're what approve um, vaccinations and medicines and all kinds of things like that. Um, and so I think it was, I think it's for all of Europe, um, but it's located in the Netherlands and they have a mission to quote, foster scientific excellence in the evaluation and supervision of medicines for the benefit of public and animal health in the European Union. So I found it very interesting that they also focus on animal health because like, I don't know if there's a regulator in the states for animal health and that makes me very sad that there might not be. Um but anyway, tangent. Um so he of course was talking primarily about the COVID vaccine, the distribution, the supervision, etc. Um so that is what was going on on Friday. There really isn't that much to say about it. It was all um, What they shared in the press release is just not super detailed, um, which is really unfortunate. But, um, that's what we have going on in the Netherlands. And, um, oh, I will say this about the Netherlands. Okay, so I I talked about this in, like, a couple segments ago, but I, um... I've been working on like a, what I'm calling a tiara special on the website and on Instagram. And I just finished, um, Queen Maxmas and posted it yesterday. And oh my gosh, the tiaras. Like I kind of, I don't, I don't go super gaga for jewelry. Sometimes I will, but like, I don't usually, I mean, I think they're pretty, but like, I'm pretty practical of a person and so one of the things I think about with these giant tiaras is ouch, um, because like they can't be light with those stones, like the ouch is all I think of um, for the most part. But then like I was doing, I was making all the edits and like naming all the tiaras on uh, that Maxima has worn over her, you know, years, almost 20. At this point, uh, 19 years as a princess and then now, of course, as queen. And um, I don't think I thought to myself, ouch, once. And I just, like, was in awe. So I don't know. Like, just it, it was fun. It's a really fun project that I'm doing. Um, it's fun to, like, kind of research the T.R.s and then also, like, find all the pictures. Um, I don't know. It's just kind of something fun that is something that I can do on the weekends. That doesn't take, like, a lot of work um, because I work full-time, too. So, like, sometimes, you know, especially on the weekends, like, I am particularly busy, but I also want to keep things, um, I don't know, active and also, like, have some other special like projects on there, and not just do the day-to-day events. Um, so, while I think the day there are there is definitely a place for day-to-day events, um, I do like doing things like the tiaras and just like a very basic, simple overview. I think is really fun. So, but that's what I was doing over the weekend, and I posted Maxima's yesterday, and it was just so fun. Like, it was just so much fun to research and, like, look at, and they're so pretty. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's what was going on in the Netherlands. We are skipping Denmark because there's, there's just nothing. There's just nothing in Denmark. Even their social media strategy is posting chandeliers at the moment. Like, there's just legitimately nothing. It's kind of exhausting. How little there is happening in Denmark um, but anyway that's what was going on is nothing in Denmark so we are gonna skip now to the UK where there is a lot happening Like I said, there's a lot happening in the UK, I know there's a lot happening. Um, so Friday there wasn't a lot happening publicly aside from the announcement that we talked about at the very beginning of this episode. So um, I am going to pull up now the court circular so we can look at that from Friday, although I think it was just one event if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, it was, okay. Um, so. The Prince of Wales held a meeting with representatives from Historic Royal Palaces via video link. So Historic Royal Palaces is an organization that kind of manages the, um, museums in certain palaces. So I think Kensington is one, probably St. James, um... Possibly Windsor is another one, but like the older, literally historic um, palaces. And Charles is patron of that organization. um, And they are one that has really struggled through the pandemic because obviously that's an industry that is like, (sighs) exists only for tourism reasons. And people can't do tourismy things because there are no tourists. Uh, This is a problem literally everywhere. There are no tourists anywhere, and so tourism sector organizations are just struggling left and right. Um, So, if you're looking for ways to help in historic royal palaces, I actually think they have a website that you can like donate to, um, you can shop from if you're like a super fan. Um, I want to make sure because there are two different um, kind of organizations that manage museums. So, I'm, I'm shopping or I'm looking right now. Okay, so I've got all the palaces around. Kensington is on there, though. Um, so they have, like, Chinaware and Ravens because the Tower of London is on there. And, of course, Ravens are, like, a big part of the Tower of London. Um... Okay. This is, I want to, I still want to confirm that this is what I think it is. Um, so they have like different ornaments. Um, I don't know. There's one organization that sells like replica engagement rings. Um, of the royal women. So like they have replica Queen Elizabeth rings, they have replica um, Princess Diana slash Duchess of Cambridge, um, because of course they have the same engagement ring. Um, But I still can't figure out if this is the right one okay yeah i think it is sorry i'm also like shopping at the moment on their website which is not helpful um yes so they have replica um jewelry which is really cool um so i just think like that's really really fun and there aren't always you know great places to find them now sometimes they're like super expensive like i just um found like earrings for 300 um a really beautiful blue topaz pendant for 400 um but then there's like a replica pair of her coronation earrings for 40. so and these are all in pounds but still um so And there's plenty of things you can shop on there. It's just historicroyalpalaces.com and you can do tons of shopping. It's really fun um, and it'll help support the organization. So that was Friday's event. So then Saturday, um, we got a couple of things. So the official announcement for Princess Eugenie's baby, uh, baby boy, uh, they officially announced his name with a new photo. Um, And so his name is August. Philip Hawk Brooksbank. Um, so August was a nickname for Prince Albert, Queen Victoria's husband. Uh, Philip is of course for the Duke of Edinburgh. Uh, Hawk is a Brooksbank family name. And then of course Brooksbank. So I think he's not titled, but I do think he'll have the option to use master in front of his name. Um, and so that was announced. And then this is somewhere I don't usually talk about, but like It was important. So the Prince of Wales visited uh, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh in hospital in London on Saturday. Uh, This caused just a widespread panic on Saturday um, for a lot of people because it seemed pretty serious. And of course there are like COVID measures that are being taken. And so um, it seemed pretty intense and kind of scary. but here we are on Monday and Prince William today in his outing that we'll talk about in just a second um, said that his grandfather is doing okay uh, and the doctors are keeping an eye out. So, but it did cause some panic there for a couple of days. But anyway, um, so that was what was going on Saturday and now we get to today where we had uh, the Duke of Cambridge visiting a vaccination center to, of course, talk about the covid vaccine and the distribution and how that's going. Um, And of course, with the UK out of lockdown, he can do this in person. So he's been doing this a lot over the phone. Um, But now he's able to go in person and have a really good conversation. And I think he was able to witness some They call them jabs, um, which has now somehow become part of my vernacular, which is concerning for me um, because I don't like that word for for a vaccination. But anyway, that's what they call them there. So I think he was able to like see the whole process maybe from start to finish. Um, And that's what was going on publicly. And now I'm going to take a quick peek at the court circular for today. I'm officially adjusting the way my court circular works, which is hard, um, but okay. So we have, in Clarence House, the Prince of Wales, um, held a meeting with the Director for the Wales National Trust for Places of Historic Interest or Natural Beauty, um, and the Prince of Wales is the honorary president of that. Um, and then he also held a sustainable markets initiative meeting. Um, and then going to Kensington Palace, Duke of Cambridge this morning, visited Kingsland Corn Exchange Vaccination Center um, in Norfolk, which is where he, the Duchess of Cambridge and their children have been spending lockdown. Um, it's their country home outside of London. So, that's what was going on today. Lot of things that we had to talk about there. Um, and so with that, we are gonna go ahead now and just move on to Belgium. Alright, let's finish this thing up. So, in Belgium today, there was only one event, um, and that is, of course, the weekly audience between King Philippe and the Prime Minister. Um, this happens literally every week, um, except for weeks that the government is on kind of a half-term like they were last week. Um, so I am going to take a quick peek now at their website, at the Belgian Monarchy's website, which is not working, um, there we go. I have trouble with their website, like, a lot, um, I don't know why, but it probably would be easier if I just used my VPN, um, so they do have something on the calendar this week, which is exciting, um, because that just doesn't seem to happen, um, And it looks like both King Philippe and Queen Matilde will be visiting a hospital later on in the week. Um, they also lovingly put, um, a note about the COVID-19 adapted public agenda, um, which is just really funny to me. Like, very clearly, I, we know this at this point, (laughs) Um, but anyway, I'm going to read it to you because I find it hilarious. Um, and they put these up like periodically for months at a time and then like they'll change the date, but they always change the picture to like someone puts serious effort into these. Um, but it says taking into account the measures to contain the spread of coronavirus, of the coronavirus COVID-19, the public agenda of the king and queen has been adapted. It mainly consists of contacts by telephone and video conference with the main actors who are active in the management of the crisis, as well as with the people most effective. For more details, please consult our social networks, which is true. Their social media is like actually pretty good. Um, They have social media on like every platform, which is great. Uh, Their YouTube channel needs some like assistance. Um, but I've learned that really only Spain is like really great at putting out video content. Um, which I don't understand, but anyway, um, but like their social media is really good at like timely posts about things that are happening that day. Um, so I think that's just like really helpful. Um, but yeah, it's it's a challenge with a lot of these royal families not doing in-person engagements or only a few. And of course, like right now, like I think this is super important, but they're mostly visiting hospitals or vaccination centers, etc. cetera. And um, that's <laughs> it's of course important, but it's hard to talk about because I've talked about it once um, for like each family. So it's hard to continue that conversation but of course like I do when I try and um yeah I don't know it's just an ever constant adaptation 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 game that I play um so that's what's going on in Belgium uh, bear with me this week. It appears that it's just going to be a little bit slow. We might do every other day episodes. I want to for sure do an episode tomorrow. Um, because like I said, there's a big thing happening in Spain. There's a birthday in Sweden. Like there's a lot to talk about tomorrow. So we'll definitely do that. Um, but then we might go every other day. We'll see what kind of happens. Um, it'll just be kind of like a play it by ear kind of week. So With that, um, I will just ask that you check out the website, thedailyroyal.com, thedailyroyal on Instagram, and like and review this podcast wherever you are listening to it, Um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great day. Bye.